isn't it great? Christmas is usually a time where you catch up with people you haven't seen for a while or family or whatever it is. I mean, yesterday I caught up with my two sons. My eldest son, Nathan, flew back from Newcastle and landed like yesterday and got home at 3 p.m. So we had dinner, we had like turkey. We didn't have two pavlovas, but we had roast potatoes, which I love roast potatoes. Oh my gosh, these aren't just any roast potatoes. They are the best roast potatoes in the world. That's what it says on Jamie Oliver's uh, YouTube. So yeah, that's what, so we, we have the best, and they are delicious, and sweet potato pumpkin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm sure... Food is not a faint memory to you at the moment. But, but I love Christmas because I get to see my boys, but I also get to speak to my family. And we FaceTimed my dad who had the rest of my family at his place for Christmas. And it's so funny, like my, my dad, uh, you know, sometimes you're seeing his ear. <laughs> I'm going, Dad, Dad, we're trying to see your face. We're trying to see your face. Like hold the phone in front of your face, not your ear, not your ear. So, so, and then it's like, Dad, we're looking at the backyard now. What's going on? So yeah, it's, it's, but it's fun. It's fun. So I got to saw, see my uh, little nephew that I actually haven't met in the flesh yet because I haven't been able to go down there. Kenzo is his name. It's Japanese for strength, apparently. My sister called him Kenzo. So, and, he, and I'm yelling out, Kenzo, Kenzo, but it's fun times and it's great that we can do that sort of thing. The internet, phones enable that, enable communication to people from long distances. We hang up from them. Then we ring up my mother who is in New Zealand and my stepdad and we have a talk to them. Like my mother, every time we do FaceTime, she gets all giddy with excitement. Like I can see sometimes where my joy comes from. Like she's like, oh, we're on the face. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so, oh you look so amazing. You look so like, you know, It's just, it's great though. But there, there's a thing that, about seeing someone's face instead of just listening to their voice. It's so good. There's a heartfelt warmth. And I'm so grateful to be able to do that at Christmas. And I'm sure you were grateful as well to spend time with whoever you spent time with yesterday. But it's something that shouldn't be just for Christmas. Usually in that time between Christmas and New Year, where we are right now, it's a time for me where I reflect, where I relax, really just hang out and relax. And it's a time of refreshing. And it's meant to be because we're going into another year. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, it's another year next week. Woo, just like that. But I I think um, with reflection, I always sit down in between that, that time and think of all the things that happened in 2022 that I am grateful for. There's many things. There's so many things that I'm grateful for. And I just take time though to write them down because I don't want to forget what I'm grateful for. And if I didn't write them down, I would forget. I don't have a memory like, you know, in two years time to think, oh, what was so good about 2021? For some people you might think, well, honestly, this was a crap year. For other people it might be like, I had the best year. You might be in between, but regardless of what kind of year you had, there is always something to be grateful for. I mean, some of the things I was, I've started writing down, I mean, I'm grateful for my parents. <laughs> I, like, they're still alive. Both of my parents are still alive and they're well, they're healthy, they're doing really well. They're enjoying life. My mum is, she loves bowling. She's just gone fanatical about bowling. She's actually that good at it. She uh, is in the Taranaki team, which is a province in New Zealand. She got on that team like she is a gun. So she's been doing it for a couple of years now. And, and, but it's great that, you know, they're alive, they're, they're enjoying life. I'm grateful for good health. 
my good health, my kids' good health, my, uh, I say kids, but they're actually adults. You know what I'm saying. I'm grateful for Pilates, which I found in 2021. Like, yes, I love it because it's just fun and I enjoy it. And I've met lots of neat, awesome people there. It's so much fun. I'm grateful for my friendships that I've continued to grow in. There's so many things. I got in the habit though of uh, writing down things that I'm grateful for over 20 years ago. I read a book, it was called, uh, I don't know, something about gratitude, the Gratitude Journal, I think it was, and it was about journaling five things a day that you're grateful for. Now, it was so easy some days, you could, like, I could have written 10, 20. Other days, oh, not so easy. But I could go through, like I used to do that in a journal, but I have um, been on an app for the last few years. So I've been doing this for over 20 years. So it gets me in the habit though. Before I go to bed, I think, well, what am I grateful for today? Sometimes I write them during the day because I'm just thinking, oh, I just got to write that down. That's so good. Some things are a little bit, oh, amazing, amazing things. But now I, I've been using an app and I love this app because the app reminds me at 7 p.m. every day about writing down what I'm grateful for. So every day I get a reminder to do that. And I don't ever want to stop doing that because it changes your heart when you're grateful for things. I mean, some of the things I've written down, and not only that, I love this app because like, you can put pictures, photos in it, all sorts of things. It's, it's brilliant. But some of the things I was just going through my day, and that's the great thing about it because some things are so small that you would never remember but they were so, you were so grateful for it in that time. A couple of things like, uh, we went on holiday to Ely Beach this year. I was so grateful. One of the things I was so grateful for was jet skis. Oh my goodness, jet skis are amazing. I, I was like getting on there like, Woo! we had turns like, Woo! you can imagine like, yeah, yeah, all over the place. And, set, and the instructor come back and said, I think you better slow down. I'm like, okay, all right. So I waited till he was 60 metres away again, like you're supposed to be in there. It was great fun. I love that. But I'm grateful that I got to go on the jet skis. I'm grateful that we got upgraded to the penthouse. What? Wow, that's amazing. You just think like, wow. You know, I'm grateful for getting back a $100,000 investment this year that I thought I might not get back at all. Whoa, you gotta be grateful for that. So it's in the bank. So, so in February, didn't look like I was gonna get it back, back at all. In the bank. I'm grateful for that. That's amazing. A lot of prayers gone into that, right? Not just me, quite a few people. Thank you, people. Uh, I'm grateful because not that long ago, I was talking to someone on the phone. Actually, it was Terry. I was talking to Terry on the phone and I could hear all this water. And I'm thinking, what, what is that? I wasn't taking much notice. And I looked out and I see all this water on my kitchen floor, running everywhere. And the cupboards were going like this, opening and shut. So I go and open the cupboard and it's a hot water, blasting out. So I shut the cupboard again. We turn the water off, try and get the towels down before it touches the carpet. And you just think, whoa, what happened? It had a little hole in one of the pipes and it just burst. And I'm grateful that um, I was actually home when that happened. I mean, you could think, oh, whoa, the flooding, the minute. No, I'm just grateful I was home to stop it. I'm grateful that it got fixed that day. I'm grateful that it didn't touch the carpet. There are so many things, even in times that aren't looking great, that you can be grateful about. I mean, I'm grateful that I know God. Honestly, I haven't known Him all my life. Uh, just probably nearly 19 years ago when I gave my heart to God. And I mean, you might be here today and you don't know God or haven't had a relationship 
with him, don't worry about it. Like um, you're gonna have an opportunity a little bit later where you can give your heart to Jesus. He loves you, he's good. So that, all that writing things down, in 1 Thessalonians, boy, that's not, in 1 Thessalonians, that makes you sound like you've got a lisp, right? Uh, at 5, verse 16 and to 18, it says, always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Always be joyful. Well, I've learned to be joyful from doing that. I've learned to look at, you know, you hear, look at the good side of things. I don't mean like being Pollyanna and everything is good when it's not. I just mean to look for the things that are good, even in circumstances that aren't so good. And it's so easy to find things that are good. Your family, you know, your parents, you're here because of your parents, regardless of your relationship with them. Your friends, they're there for the fun times, the good times, the tough times. Uh, your, your health, oh my goodness, you know, your legs, your arms, your feet, I mean, your hands. Look at your hands, like seriously, amazing. Isn't it amazing when you think and stop and think, wow, I can do things with my hands. I can pick up my phone with my hands. I can turn little dials with my hands. They are incredibly amazing. Your heart, your lungs, all those things. Do you know that most of your vital organs are actually hidden in your body? You don't even think about them. They just work. It's great to be grateful to have a good heart. It's great to be grateful to have your lungs working. It's great to be grateful to have a pancreas that does what it does. All those things. It, you know, and it's the same with people that are hidden in your life. You know, to be where you are, there have been people on your journey. So you might not see them all the time, but it's having that thought every now and again that I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my maths teacher when I was in um, fifth form in New Zealand. I don't know what that is, grade 10 maybe, because he really gave me a love for numbers. I'm great. You know, there's so many things. There's people, like, and that's why I guess I, I ended up following accounting because that love for numbers. And, and I remember him saying to me, man, like you're good at this. And, and that one little thing, I thought, wow, I'm good at this. Do you get what I mean? I'm grateful for people that spoke into my life at the right time and gave me a word of encouragement. I'm grateful for those. So there, there are things they say. I read this on a Salvation Army article. It says, if you have food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof over your head and a place to sleep, then you are richer than 75% of this world. Isn't that crazy? I thought, wow, that's a lot of people that, are, that we're better off for. I'm grateful for, and that's something I really am grateful for. I'm grateful for toilets that flush, like, come on. That's amazing. If you've ever been to China or Thailand or something, you will know what I am saying. I've been to toilets that I've, I've walked in, I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't have to go. It's just that kind of thing. It's like, whoa, and it's like gross. Some of them are dirty. It's like, but isn't it great that we have toilets that like flush and off it goes. <laughs> I'm grateful for that. Aren't you grateful for that, those watching in Melbourne? I'm sure you are. I'm grateful for clean water. And I'm grateful for tough times. I know I, you think, what? Why would you be grateful for that? Because it's actually the tough times that have made me who I am. The good times and the tough times, both have made me who I am today. And I know that I can actually get through them because I've got God. And with Him, all things are possible. So I'm grateful for those, those tough times. So I want you to just turn to the person you're sitting next to and say, thank you. I just want you to say the words, thank you. 
You can do that online as well. Say thank you. Hey, hey, there's a bit more whispering going on here, Michelle. What's going on? Like, there was a bit more. I didn't say kiss somebody and whisper in their ear. Excuse me. Just to thank you. You can turn to the other side and say thank you. So no whispering in, in Mike's here, Mike. <laughs> no, no, that's it. But, but there's, a, there's something that happens, though, when you actually say thank you. When you say thank you, it opens your heart. It opens you up. Just saying those words. When you look somebody in the eye and you say thank you, it just opens you up to things. So, so say thank you. And sometimes I've found that uh, sometimes you're grateful after you've actually lost something or when something's not working properly. Like I had my car this year. Uh, it was in the workshop for two weeks. Oh my goodness. Now, normally I don't even think about just getting the car and off I go. But when I went without a car for two weeks, I was getting rides with people. Someone actually lent me their car as well, which is amazing. I'm so grateful for that. But I was so grateful when I got my car back. And it's the same with, you know, you might have uh, lost something and you know what it's like. You don't really even realise it until you've lost it. And that's why when you get it back, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for that. But it's great to remember how grateful you are before you lose it. Before you lose it. In the Bible, Moses, he led the Israelites out of Egypt. And when he led them out, like they grumbled and they murmured and they complained. They didn't like his leadership. They were tired of eating manna. Like manna was the food that God miraculously supplied for them during the 40 years that they were wandering around in the desert. For 40 years, he supplied that food, but they, didn't, they, they were sick of it. Like what? No, rather die. No, they didn't say that. But, but they had seen the actual parting of the Red Sea. If you've ever been to Universal Studios, <laughs> I've been in America, like the parting of the Red Sea, it's incredible. It actually gave me a picture of what it must have really looked like. It's amazing. They had seen that. The Israelites had seen the parting of the Red Sea. They'd seen when they were thirsty and Moses spoke to God, God said, strike the rock and water will come out of it. They've seen Moses strike a rock with his staff and water come pouring out so that they could drink. Miraculous, isn't it? They'd seen these miracles. But they were now complaining because they wanted to go back to Egypt where they were beaten and forced to be slaves. Isn't that crazy? You think like, oh, that's silly. Like, I wouldn't do that. Do you think that? Well, now think about the things in your life that you were so excited about when God first blessed you with them. It might've been the baby that you were praying for or the job or promotion that you tried so hard to get. You put an application after application and then you got it. It might be that. And it might be your own business. It might be being in a leadership position. But now they may be the very thing that you complain, grumble and fault find about today. I mean, I've done this. I've done this myself. Really pushing like, oh, I really want this job. Oh my gosh. Like, God, if you give me this job, it'll be amazing. It'll be, and, I, and I get the job. And a little bit down the time, I'm thinking, oh, wow. Can't believe it. Got to do that. Oh, this is happening. Oh, that is happening. All this nitpicking. And seriously, God spoke to me and went, wow. That's that job that you prayed for. Whoa, boom, just like that. So it changed my attitude towards what I have. It really did. It changed my attitude towards that. So we need to find something that, is, that we're grateful for about 
our children, about our uh, jobs, about whatever it is. We need to find that. In, in Psalm 100, verse 4, it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and a thank offering into his courts with praise. Be thankful and say so to him. Bless and affectionately praise his name. When we are thankful, we need to say thank you to God. We need to praise his holy name. I am thankful to God. I'm thankful that I know him. I'm thankful that he healed me. I'm thankful that he restored me. I'm thankful that he loves me. I'm thankful that he accepts me. I've had miracles in my life, all sizes, big and small. I'm thankful that he cares about the big and small. I'm thankful that he's with me. I'm thankful that He's for me. And we can be thankful for that. He's showed up in our lives many times. And when we say thank you to God, we're focusing on um, what we have left, not what we've lost. All of us have lost things in our lives, whether it's losing people who we love, who we, uh, you know, whether it's encountering sickness, whether it's dreams that have crumbled. But in it all, there are always possibilities and a God whose love endures forever. So if we appreciate our lives with people, we should say so too. You know, with your family, like it's great to say, oh yeah, I'm thankful for my family, but say so and be specific. What is it that you love about your family? My son is here today, Ivan. Like I'm thankful for him. I'm thankful, like from the day he was born, he's affected my life in a great way. He's enriched it. But I love him because he is faithful. And I love it when he is worshipping because he's praising God. There's so many things. Specific, look for specific things. I love it because he's an amazing son. But it is, it is looking for those things and saying so. What is it like about your family? What is it about your, your, your spouse? Or what is it about your children? That's the thing. We, we, we may have prayed for children or we've got children. You think, yeah, yeah, they're great. And then they get a, you know, into their teen years and all of a sudden they're really smart. <laughs> Smarter than you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're saying things back to you like, what? All that sort of stuff. But remember, we were grateful to have them. Find things that they're doing amazing. Find things and say so. Show them that you love them because what you celebrate gets replicated. Pick the thing that you're looking for with all people. And young people, if you're grateful to your parents, say so, say so. They're not just your taxi driver, they're your parents, they love you. They're not just the people who put food on the table, they love you. They're there for you all the time. So say so. I mean, I'm grateful for the teams that are here today that made this happen. And honestly, things were going on behind the scenes that Sam and Sean fixed up. Like, come on, give it up for them. So there are great things. And just one more story before I close. Like, there, there are things that we do need to remember about. When I was six, I fell into a hot pool and that's a whole nother story, a miraculous one. In the natural, I should have died, but I didn't. My grandfather and great-grandfather prayed for me. And uh, it was also my first experience with the love of God. So I lived, obviously. So I've had miracle after miracle in that though. And uh, went, but what happened, like I, I, like I had scars on my legs. So going through school, kids used to tease me all the time about my legs 
about the scars on, the, on my legs. They used to call me, oh, what's wrong with your ugly legs? What's wrong with that? Oh, wow. And on, honestly, I'd go home and I would cry. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've got ugly legs. I've got ugly, like, this is what happens. I mean, it didn't happen like every day, but it did happen every week, the whole time I was in school. So it happened a lot. And I'd go home and I remember my grandfather, when I was living with my grandparents, I went home and I was crying. And he, he said, you know, what's the matter? And so I told him like, you know, Grandpa, like, I'm so upset because everyone teases me because I've got such ugly legs. And he said, you know, trees are those scars. They're a reminder of what God has done in your life. Scars are a reminder of what you're healed from. And he said, he said, like, God healed you. You know, you've still got legs, they still work. Remember when you were in hospital, we didn't even know whether you would walk again, but you can run. So be grateful for your scars. You're alive. Your legs are healed. You can use them. So those words, it changed me on the inside. I mean, it didn't stop the teasing, but it stopped the way I felt about it. I didn't feel bad about my legs anymore because I would think, well, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful that my legs work. I'm grateful that I'm alive. I'm grateful that there's actually nothing wrong with me physically. I can, I can do all those things. And it changed that in me. So I'm speaking to you today. Are there things in your life right now? And I just want you to close your eyes. Is there something in your life that maybe you need to be more grateful for than whinging about or complaining about? Because I just want you to think, even we can have scars on the inside where we've been wounded. But I pray that they are a scar because they are a reminder of what you've been healed from, whether a scar is on the outside or on the inside. I just wanna pray for every person, every person online. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you for your love poured out. Your grace poured out on every person. Lord, I thank you that we can come to you with a heart of gratitude, with a heart of thanks, that we can say so, that we can go to our families, our friends, our jobs, and we can say thank you and be grateful for what we have in our lives. Lord, I thank you that you will stir us up today and change our hearts from whatever it is that we may be complaining about to be grateful that we have what we have in our lives. Lord, I pray Your blessing, Your favour on each and every person in Jesus' Name. Just while you've got your eyes closed, I wanna give you that opportunity to invite Jesus into your heart. God, He loves you. I said that uh, when I was nearly 19 years ago, gave my heart to God. Oh, before that, I was a pretty angry, little control freak, but I was hurt. I was rejected. I'd grown up with that sort of thing. There was pain in my heart. But when I invited Jesus in, He came and His Spirit came on the inside of me and He started to lead me and guide me. He started to take the pain out of my heart. And all those things that the rejection I'd felt 
there's little scars in there now, but they're healed. You might be here today and you've never had a relationship with God. Very soon, I'm gonna ask you to raise your hand if you'd love to have one with Him. A God who loves you. Or you may have at one time followed God, been to church, even growing up in church as a child. But today you know that you wanna come back. And that's the thing I love about God. He accepts us wherever we are and He loves you. So very soon I'm gonna ask you to raise your hand as well. Or you might be here today and you actually think God is real, but you don't have a strong enough relationship where you have that assurance that if you were to die, that you'd go to heaven. And the way to get that assurance is to ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins, to surrender your heart and let Him into your heart. So while every eye is closed now, if there's anyone here today that would like to invite Jesus into your heart, either you've never had a relationship, want to reconnect, or you wanna be certain that you're going to heaven. Right now, I just want you to raise your hand. And then I'm gonna lead us in a prayer. Same with you in Melbourne, online. Is there anyone here today? Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today and I invite you into my heart. Thank you that you love me, that you died on a cross for me and my sin. I'm turning to you to follow you. I renounce the devil and all his ways. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Show me how to live. I thank you that today, I am forgiven, I'm set free, and I'm going to heaven. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Amen. Come on, open your eyes. Let's give it up for Jesus. He's good. He's a good God. Hey, bless you. And oh, I just feel, I am so grateful. I'm grateful for all of you being here, those that are watching online. But there is something that happens when you have gratitude. There is power. It adds power to your life, not weakness. Gratitude is a thing of power. If you are here and you're new and you you think, what am I going to do now? We'd love you to, number one, keep coming back to church. And number two, uh, behind me, there's like there's a course called Alpha. Alpha is a six-week course which will answer any questions you have. You can ask whatever you like, but you'll find out more about Jesus. So we'd love you to do that. So come back to church, do the Alpha course, which will begin again in the new year. Hey, but God bless you and a merry Boxing Day. And I'm gonna hand back to Josh.